We interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast to bring you Listen, Watch, Discuss. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Listen, Watch, Discuss. As always, I'm your host, Brent Aiken, back with another episode for you. If you remember uh, last week, uh, at the end of my one of my podcasts, you'll remember that I gave you a hint as to what I'm going to be reviewing. It had something to do with a TV show. And uh, what I'm going to be reviewing is South Park's latest uh, one-hour special uh, titled The Vaccination Special. Uh, now, if you, if you uh, remember a few months ago, back in the beginning of October, is towards the beginning of uh, me starting the podcast, actually, you'll know that I reviewed... Um, the previous special that South Park released uh, called the Pandemic Special. And that special was great. Uh, it was a little more Randy-centric um, than I thought it'd be. Not that I don't like Randy. It's just it focused a little bit more on him than I thought it would. But um, but it was still good. I mean, it. I, I love Randy. He's a great character, so it, it, was, it was fine. But, um, but yeah, that was a great episode. Had a, great, a bunch of great social commentary about all the you know, crap that happened, uh, last year and all the, you know, the proverbial shit storm that we all went through kind of last year. Uh, you know, it was basically, yeah, it just, there were, it was a no hold bars type of situation. They basically just talked about, you know, they, they, they mentioned the, um, police being defunded, obviously the big one, the, you know, the virus COVID-19, um, you know, uh, people of, uh, you know, different races, particularly black people, uh, getting shot by cops and the sensitivity training. And, but, you know, basically, basically all that, like that. And, and, oh, and they even snuck in towards the end, uh, the presidential election, um, with president Garrison. (laughs) So, uh, so they pretty much, they pretty much got everything. They pretty much took everything, or at least up until, you know, the end of September of 2020, they basically took everything that, you know, shitty that happened, last year and and lampooned it and made fun of it parodied it in a one hour special and it was great um and that's basically what uh they did in this episode they figured well we'll do it again because uh, the pandemic special was so great and a lot of people loved it you know next episode obviously is going to be a vaccination special or the vaccination special so uh so yeah um so this episode um came out yeah, obviously, it came out two days ago. Uh, I just watched it on HBO Max today because I had some time, so I thought, why not? You know, because I knew I had to get the podcast out. <laughs> so, um, well, without further ado, let's get started talking about the vaccination special. Uh, so, we basically open up with um, Mr. Mackey, uh, the school counselor, uh, and the woodshop teacher, Mr. Adler, uh you know, driving the parking their car and the the setup to the joke. It looks like they're going into like they're getting ready to go into a club because they keep uh, talking. It's like uh, Mr. Mackey says, well, "This is the hottest place in town right now." Okay, let's see if we can get let's see if we can get in there. And then uh, you know they 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 keep building it up, and it's obviously not. I mean, you know, you you kind of know that it's not a club. You know that they're going into. Uh, but but st- the joke still works because you know that's what you'd expect. But it's it's obviously not the result. Like that's obvious. That's obviously not where they were going. Uh, but yeah. So basically, yeah. We uh, and then we cut to 
what they're looking at. They, they, they walk up and it's a, it's a Walgreens. It's basically just a Walgreens pharmacy. And, uh, they get there and there's like 12, 20 people in line and there's a bunch of velvet rope. There's a velvet rope around them. There's a security guard, a bouncer basically at the front door with a clipboard looking through the list of people or the list of people. And, um, (laughs) they're basically ever, everyone, everyone's getting, basically everyone who's standing in line is pissed because they've they've been denied entry and only the elderly people are uh being admitted because you know they're at a higher risk of getting the vac i mean the vaccine they're at a higher risk of getting the virus so of course they're letting all of the elderly people in south park go first causing everyone else who isn't an elderly person to get pissed off and uh, there's there's this great line to uh, as soon as this old woman walks in, the bouncer pulls the rope. He's like, right this way, ma'am. And everyone's groaning like, oh, what the hell? You know, and, and she just flips him off. She's like, 79 bitches like that. <laughs> She's like she twirls around and walks through the re- or past the revolving door. Uh, I mean, not not revolving door. It walks past the motion sensor door. Uh, so it was great. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's such jerks too like and after they get the vaccine um after they get the vaccine we just see like a bunch of we see kind of like a montage basically of just all the elderly people being assholes and and partying like they're like in their 20s and <laughs> like like they're drinking and driving throwing the beer bottles out on the road and just going to clubs and <laughs> Cause, cause they're fine. You know, they're vaccinated now, and no one else can get can go to them. So they're like, "Oh, eh, we'll go." You know, so it's it was it was a great scene. Um, and then and then we cut to the school where uh, Cartman tells Stan and Kyle that uh, him and Kenny have come up with the genius prank of putting ketchup on their uh, teacher Mrs. Nelson's chair and making it look like she got her period because she's wearing a white skirt white, or white dress, white skirt, and. Um, and, you know, you can see red through white, you know, so, so yeah. Uh, and the reason why Cartman and Kenny decided to do this was because they've, the pandemic's kind of had them all in a slump, you know, they've kind of been down in the dumps and a little, a little depressed. So Cartman thought, him and Kenny thought this would be the best way to uh, strengthen the broship, like, which is basically his word for their friendship, you know, that, that he repeats a few times throughout the special. So, uh, and obviously, yeah, Kyle and 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 to a lesser extent, but you know, uh, and to a lesser extent, Stan. Mostly Kyle, though, is like, hell no, we're not doing this. <laughs> what are you thinking, you idiot? But um, but he doesn't say anything, and then uh, so of course, uh, when Miss Nelson uh, gets in, you know, when they when class starts, Miss Nelson shows up. She sits down, and um, and ends up and the. Uh, you know, she doesn't see the ketchup. She ends up sitting down, and when she gets up to write something on the board, you know, the ketchup is splattered all over the back of her dress or skirt, causing obviously only Cartman and Kenny to laugh because, you know, they're assholes and they set up the prank. Um, and then, uh, and and uh, yeah, even though it's it's kind of a sad moment, it's uh, it's still hilarious because of their reaction. Like, and it helps too that no one else is laughing. It's just them because. You know, like I said, they're just major league assholes. But Cartman's filming, like he's being a total asshat about it. He's like, oh my God, teacher got it, period. You know, and he's like filming it on his iPhone. And then he's laughing and then Kenny's like dying in his seat. Like he's slamming his hand on the table like, ah, you stupid teacher. You know, and um, so yeah, so obviously Miss Nelson gets pissed and tells the, 
well, I'm, she doesn't know it's Carmen Kinney, but, but she, uh, basically, um, she basically quits. She, you know, she gets, she gets pissed off and she basically tells the kids, Hey, screw you guys. I haven't gotten a vaccine yet, but I, I decided to come here because you guys needed a teacher. But you know, if you're not going to appreciate me enough to not pull stupid crap like this, then screw you. I'm out of here, you know? <laughs> and, uh, basically just paraphrasing what she said, but you know, yeah, she, she gets mad and leaves. And, um, and then, you know, obviously Kyle and Stan are pissed at Carmen and Kenny for that. Um, and then we cut to the, uh, and then, and then we cut to, uh, a bus coming into the, coming into South Park and it's, uh, Mr. Garrison, not in his, uh, presidential attire and accompanying blonde toupee he's just in his regular green shirt and brown gray khakis uh you know he's just in his regular teaching outfit you know his regular clothes uh and yeah he returns and he's accompanied by because you know every uh u.s president has secret service you know with them after they become president so he's accompanied by his new assistant mr service complete with with a, uh, complete with a suit or a top, I should say the top half of a suit and then nothing but a blue thin ass speedo covering his genitals. <laughs> and it's funny too. Cause like the whole time and he, he's just, he, he has no shoes, no pants. It's just this speedo and a suit and tie, like just the top half of a suit. And, and he just looks so depressed the, the entire episode. He, he only says like one line that's towards the end. But it's just it's so hilarious because, you know, Mr. You know how pervy Mr. Garrison is, and obviously he would, if he if yeah if he had someone follow him around a Secret Service agent that is what would, you know that of course that would happen you know <laughs> he'd of course dress him up in something slutty basically <laughs> something perverted, but um, but yeah so basically Mr. Garrison and uh, his Secret Service uh, personnel his. Uh, uh, not personal, his secret service employee, uh, uh, assistant, what, yeah, Mr. Service, uh, goes back to teaching, uh, in an effort to, you know, just basically kind of get his life back to normal after the whole debacle of him being president. <laughs> um, and then we, uh, and then later, uh, he is going grocery shopping and he, uh, runs into the White family, uh, who they, if you don't remember, they were in a, the previous season, season 23, um, their kid died in, in the episode they were introduced in, but yeah, it's, uh, Bob White, um, is their father and, and he's accosted by, or Garrison's accosted by them. And Bob, who, uh, turns out as a member of QAnon, uh, tells him, uh, him and the other whites <laughs> were always on Garrison's side, basically just kind of mocking the like really hardcore, like, crazy Republican side of things where, or the really hardcore crazy Republicans that were like always defending Trump, no matter what he did. It's basically, but it's basically the white family there. Cause, um, uh, you know, it's, that's basically, uh, them who they are, or at least who they are in this story, you know, uh, and considering what we saw of them in the previous season, you know, I, <laughs> it fits pretty well. I figured, I figured they'd probably, um, no, knowing how they are, knowing how patriotic they are, I figure they'd probably um, fit this stereotype, or they 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 they'd, they'd be playing this part in the story. Um, 
so yeah, so, uh, so basically he just, Bob asks Mr. Garrison, uh, he, he asks him, he's like, Hey, what should our group, what should QAnon do to stop the vaccines, the vaccinations? Cause we can't keep, you know, cause, cause you know, everyone's got a conspiracy theory now. So they're like, Oh yeah, there's a, you know, they're putting microchips, liquidated microchips into the vaccines and distributing them to people so they can control them and, and all this shit, you know? So he's basically, he's like, uh, <laughs> what should we do? And Garrison, uh, <laughs> Rather rudely, he just says, blow shit. He's like, blow shit out your dick hole. <laughs> he's like, come on, Mr. Service. And he just walks out. Um, and then basically, um, yeah, so obviously, uh, knowing how kind of naive Bob is, he basically misinterprets his um, Garrison's um, insult <laughs> as a coded instruction to spread... Um, to spread their conspiracy, or uh, by their, I mean QAnon's, to spread QAnon's conspiracy theories to other people, mainly children. So basically, they come up with the um, this uh, to them what they think is an ingenious plan um, to be, uh, to begin a tutoring program called Tutoron, <laughs> which is basically where each member of of Bob's little uh, group of QAnon members are becoming private tutors. So that way they can pull them out of school and pretend like they're teaching them, you know, what they need to learn from school and instead teach them their own, you know, uh, teach them their own theories and, and their, their, uh, ideas and, and, uh, you know, basically just their, their information. <laughs> so yeah, they're basically indoctrinating kids into their cult is basically what they're doing. Um, and it's funny because there's a line, uh, later with, uh, Craig and, uh, there's this female QAnon member who's, uh, I mean, you know, she's like, she's teaching him everything <laughs> about, about, you know, their conspiracy and how, and how the elite, the upper 1% and all the celebrities in Hollywood are basically controlling things. And, and Craig's like, <laughs> Craig, Craig has a great line. He's like, so, so do Oprah and Obama drink the same blood then? <laughs> And, uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's just great. Um, but yeah, so, and, and it, and it's in the, the, the sweet irony of, uh, them teaching the children of, of them, of them teaching them about like a crazy cult of celebrity of Hollywood celebrities and, and up and politicians kind of indoctrinating and or take and or using children for their own sick, twisted benefit, whether that's, you know, pedophilia or drinking their blood, as they say, as they mentioned later. But the irony of the, of them teaching children about that while they're about their conspiracy theory on, on that issue, while at the same time indoctrinating the same children they're teaching this about, they're telling them about, you know, is like, I mean, there's just something, there's something ironic about that. And it's like, I think you're, this is a little hypocritical here. You know, it's a little... <laughs> I don't think you guys, I don't think you guys should be forcing this, your conspiracy theories down these children's, these impressionable children's throats. <laughs> but, uh, but that, that was hilarious because it's just, like I said, hypocritical and ironic that they're doing that. Um, but yeah, so Bob, uh, the, or 
yeah, Mr. White, Bob then orders the QAnon members to become private. Oh, no, wait. Sorry, I already said that. Uh, my bad. <laughs> Going through my notes. Uh, okay, so, then, yeah, so then we cut back to the school. And, uh, you know, it's like the next day. And Mr. Garrison gets to class. And then he looks at the empty desks. And there's only two kids. It's it's Jimmy and Bebe. And he's like, and, and uh, Bebe ends up telling Garrison what happened. Because, you know, according to her, she hates Mr. Garrison, too, and was trying to get a private tutor from Tutoron. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, obviously Mr. Garrison's pissed that, like, 95% of, or 97% of his students are gone and being tutored, at, <clears throat> excuse me, being tutored at home rather than uh, being taught by him. So, <laughs> uh... So, yeah, so after, and so after, you know, it's been a few days, uh, Stan, Kyle, Cartman, and Kenny are being chastised by their classmates over the period prank, and Kyle's wondering why him and Stan are being accused of this, because they didn't have anything to do with it, and then Cartman said, oh, they're they're, they're accusing, they think you're part of the prank because I told them, (laughs) and I'm like, yeah, of course, that's something, and and when I saw that, I'm like, yeah, that's something Cartman would do. drag drag Kyle and stand through the mud dra- drag them into his mess um that he created uh and then Kyle's like why would you we didn't have anything to do with it why would you tell everyone that we you know were behind the prank too and then Carmen points out that well Kyle you know you you didn't do anything to stop us or stop me and Kenny you could have but you know you just you knew about it i told you like literally 5 minutes before you know, the prank was set in motion, but you just, you ignored it. <laughs> and he's like, and he tells him silence is violence, Kyle. And, um, I mean, Carmen kind of had, I mean, even though Carmen was behind the prank and was being an asshole in the first place, he kind of had a point. I mean, cause that was, I mean, you know, I mean, Kyle could have said something, but, but he didn't. <laughs> and, um, so basically, um, in an, in an attempt to, uh, make the kids, make everyone uh like them again <laughs> they decide to obtain uh and and after having a conversation with Mr. Mackey uh who's about to quit um about um what they can do to get Miss Nelson back he basically says he's like get all the vaccines you can bring them to school you do that you just might get your teacher back and uh so they go to Walgreens and uh they pay this elderly lady in a wheelchair to um, pretend that she hasn't gotten her shot, and uh, so they can get in and take her. Like they're they're posing as this group called the Community Kids, spelled with two Ks instead of two Cs, and um, and they have this elderly woman who they paid, uh, and they're pretending she hasn't been vaccinated yet, so they can take her in there, you know, look around and get some of the vaccines, and you know, get the hell out of there, um, and of course the bouncer. Uh, and also because of the sign, because it was Carmen's idea to spell the community kids with a K, uh, that had something to do with it too. He's like, Oh, that's very nice of you guys. And he lets them go in anyway, or he he lets them go in. And, uh, and also something I forgot to mention too. I, I love how every time, cause you'll notice if you watch the episode, every time we cut back to Walgreens, it's the same bouncer and the same like 12 people standing in line. <laughs> And it's like, and we, and we do cut from like, from one day to the next, like it's clearly been a few days 
of of since the beginning of the episode to where we're at and it's like do these are these are these people literally just standing in line overnight (laughs) or are they all getting back in the same position the next day you know because uh, like none of them, none of the characters are any different. You know, they're all they're all the same. Like twelve people, or twelve background characters. Um, although although in one or two scenes there, or there's like one scene where we do see, uh, you know, Butters' dad Stephen and his wife and Jesus is there. A couple of the visitors from the first episode, the aliens. You know, um, the mad scientist dude. I forgot his name, but. Uh, you know, he had that little clone. If you've seen the show, you know what I'm talking about. He was like in the first couple seasons and then they haven't really used his character that much. But, uh, but yeah, he, he was in a, he's in like one scene, but, but like for the majority of it, it's just those same 12 background, random background people. But, uh, so they get, so they get in, but the old lady, uh, keeps demanding more money and they, and Carmen won't pay her because they already paid her. So she ends up spilling the beans to one of the, um, employee in Walgreens employees of their plan. And so Stan decides to kick the guy to kick the employee in the knee and take the vaccines he's holding on a tray and run out with them. And, um, and then of course they see the people standing in line, see that the, uh, the boys have the vaccines and, you know, th- go and later, uh, go after them. So, um, <laughs> so Carmen, um, or well, basically, well, basically, um, they end up going to, uh, they, they end up going back to their house and then they, Carmen calls Miss Nelson and apologizes kind of fakingly, you know, he, fa- he kind of fakes it and he kind of overly does the apology, but he basically apologizes to Miss Nelson about the, uh, prank and says, Hey, look, we have, you, you haven't gotten a vaccine yet. None of the teachers have that screwed up, you know? So we've got some vaccines. We're going to meet you at the school tomorrow at seven in the morning. Sound good? And Miss Nelson's like, okay, but if this is another prank, you know, screw you. I'm not, I'm not coming back if this is, you know, if this is a prank. So she hangs up, uh, and then they look outside and they see the crowd of people from Walgreens and a bunch of other people, uh, right outside, um, Cartman's house. And they're basically, and, and a lot of them are just trying to like convince the boys why they deserve the vaccine. And then some of them are like trying to put on a, some of them are trying to entertain the boys. Like there's a, there's this one woman in the crowd that's on a unicycle and juggling at the same time. <laughs> and then there's one guy that has a guitar and he's singing, I need a shot. I need a shot. I, I forgot how the song went, but he's basically just singing what, uh, what he's saying. Like, I just, I need a shot, you know? And, um, so yeah, so they, the, <laughs> the boys sneak out the back of Garmin's house and decide to hide in, the abandoned raisins restaurant, which, uh, again, if you've seen the show, uh, that was like a season 11 episode where, the, um, there was this restaurant. Well, it's been in the, uh, show a few times, but there was this one episode where it was focused on heavily. Uh, Butters was trying to date this girl, basically Raven, Ra- uh, Ravens raisins is like a child hooters. And it's, it's like these little girls dressed in the hooters uniforms that, you know, the white tank tops and the orange shorts and the sneakers. And, um, and basically just, you know, serving wings and everything. But anyway, the episode where Butters tries to impress this Hooters girl and she keeps taking advantage of him because he's being nice to her and giving her tips was, that's one of my favorite episodes. But when I saw that, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Because, I don't know, I just love whenever a show that's gone on so long, I just love whenever a show has callbacks, you know. Because, I mean, it's it's nice because, you, you know, you as the viewer 
you know, see that and you're like, hey, that's cool. It's, you know, because it's always nice to have some continuity in the, in the show and have moments where it's like, you know, you, it's kind of like a little reward for the viewer for having watched the show this long. And if you've watched the episode that, you know, they're calling back to or referencing, it's like, oh, yeah, this is nice. That's cool. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of callbacks and references and, like, minor and some side characters that don't really have any lines, but they show up in, in some crowd scenes in the, within the special. Uh, so that's really cool. But, uh, but yeah, so they, so anyway, uh, going back to the, the plot description. So basically they, they hide in the abandoned, uh, raisins. It's like for lease, but, and there's no, there's no one in there. Uh, and Stan and Kyle and Kenny are going over the plan. Carmen's looking at his phone and he tells them, Hey, I just got a text from one of one of the girls in our class's dads. He said he's going to pay us $2,000 for one of the vaccinations. And um and uh and then Stan, uh, so yeah, so Carmen has his plan about about selling the vaccines for, you know, buttloads of cash. And Stan wants them to use the vaccines because he feels like, you know, the kids have been neglected, you know, during this whole thing and rightfully so, you know. Um and uh, and Kyle uh, ends up getting a call from his uh, parents, uh, Gerald and Sheila, about, uh, you know, ba- basically it's them guilt tripping him into uh, giving them a vaccine. He's like, well, hey, the school never did anything for you, Kyle, not like your mother and father, or not like your f- uh, mother and I have, you know. It's, it's Gerald's, you know, and, um, you know, Ky- so Kyle is kind of conflicted when he hears this. He's like, well... You know, because he, he's like, I don't want our, pa- I don't want my parents to die, but at the same time, I made a promise to our teacher, and I really want her back instead of Mister Garrison, because <laughs> we all hate him, and um, <laughs> and um, so so basically, yeah, so they so they they put aside their differences, and um, and they you know that and you know, even though Carmen still wants to sell the vaccinations, they're like, yeah, okay, we'll we'll go. We'll take the vaccines to the school like we intended, and um, <laughs> and then they're ended up. Uh, and then when they they get there, it's like seven in the morning. They they get there and they're stopped by the little cuties, spelled with a Q uh, for instead of a C U, and an apostrophe next to the L. Little 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 cuties, <laughs> and uh, so it's ba- it's basically the kids. Uh, it's basically just a group of of the. Uh, kids who were brainwashed by the, uh, tutors, you know, the tutoron or QAnon, uh, tutors. And, um, and Butters has a great line when they, when, uh, they see Butters in the crowd or the, in the group of students, Kyle's like, Butters, why are you, why are you here? And Butters is, he's like, I just wanted to believe in something that would get me out of the house. I didn't care what it was. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, considering how, how controlling Steve Butters' father is and, and also, or you know, Stephen, considering how controlling he is, and also considering that in the previous episode, he berated a group of people walking down the sidewalk for not uh, wearing their masks over their nose. <laughs> then, yeah, I, I can see why Butters would want to, you know, get out of the house because he's probably he probably hasn't been able to uh, since this all started. I mean, you know, other than school. Uh, so, so yeah, the, so a fight breaks out between uh, Cartman and the and the gang you know, the boys and, uh, the, the little cuties <laughs> and, um, 
and they're joined by uh, QAnon members and the townspeople wait, waiting for the va- wanting the vaccines, and um, so and you know so and then they and then they end up having to leave because you know they're being bombarded by the townspeople who want the vaccines and then the QAnon members who want to prevent anyone from getting vaccines. Um, so, so they end up having to leave. So they end up having to abandon, abandon, uh, the plan or, you know, um, and they have to leave the school. Um, so then Garrison confronts the, and we see Garrison confront the white family and he learns of, uh, and he learns of QAnon and it's conspiracy theories about the elite where he's basically, um, where uh, Bob basically just explains to Mr. Garrison, you know, yeah, the upper the upper one percent, you know, the all the Hollywood celebrities and the uh, politicians and other powerful people, you know, uh, there's this child sex trafficking ring that's going on, and they drink the blood of the children, and you know, it's all it's all this like conspiracy theory bullshit. You've probably you know you've all heard before, or we've all heard before, you know, and uh, <laughs> and he you know he takes some he's t- he's telling them this in his basement he has like a whiteboard with a bunch of different like you know um bunch of different images and you know things written down it's you know it's basically like a madman's you know <laughs> like when someone's going crazy and they like try to connect pieces of a puzzle you know they always you always see that like on a chalkboard or a cork board or a whiteboard you know everything's stapled up onto the wall you know like when it you know like when a detective's trying to figure out a mystery you always see that in a or when someone's going crazy and they're a conspiracy theorist trying to piece together a mystery. You always see that <laughs> in shows and movies. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me. But, uh, basically, after Bob tells him that, he urges Mr. Garrison, still accompanied by Mr. Service, to join him in opposing the Hollywood elite. Um, and then, as he's, uh, as they're, you know, trying to get ready to go to war with the elite, uh, they end up just randomly, inexplicably being transported to, like, Antarctica or something, some polar landscape, and, um, and Mr. White is, or Bob is ridiculed by the show's animators, um, as he's trying to, as he's telling them, you'll never, you'll never get me, people will see the truth, you know, and, um, you know, he's like, I will fight, I will fight you as long as I can, you know, he's just saying all this, you know, cult, shit you know like <laughs> and uh and he's basically the animators are just screw you know screwing with him they turn him into a pig they turn him into a uh a, an upside down they they turn his body upside down turn him into a woman have, has his head on his ass and um they they just mess with the they just mess with his design until basically they end up turning and turning him into a giant penis uh <laughs> eventually with, uh, with his head as the tip and uh, and then Mr. Garrison, you know, as he's seeing all this, as he's witnessing all this, he calls out to the unseen animators um, and tells them he ple- he pleads with them to let him go back to how things were, and um, and they answer they they um, uh, and the animators, you know, the unseen animators, the elite, uh, answer his uh, plea for help or his his uh, call for normalcy by turning Mr. Service into Mr. Garrison's former puppet, Mr. Hat, you know, the little hand puppet he had back in like the first four seasons, uh, which I thought that was cool. I'm like, Hey, yeah. Cause, cause that, cause that would technically be things going back to normal, you know, cause you know, back when the show, back in the beginning of the show, like the first four or so seasons, maybe four or five, Mr. Garrison had that little 
a little hand puppet named Mr. Hat that he always talked to, and he always talked for as if Mr. Hat was talking. Um, so that was funny. But I love how they just like mutilate. Bo- I love how it, it's just the animators mutilate Bob and turn and just basically kill Mr. Service and turn him into a puppet. It's, it's like, well, that's kind of dark. But that that was a great fourth wall joke that the elite. Or that the animators were either were either the elite or part of the elite, yeah, because they're higher up celebrities, you know, <laughs> um, or supposedly. Um, but that was pretty good. Uh, so so yeah, so then we cut to Kyle, Stan, Cartman, and Kenny on a on a uh, park, not a park bench, on a bridge somewhere in the park, uh, trying to come up with a new plan to get in the school because you know there are thousands or there are hundreds of people, I mean, not hundreds, there's dozens and dozens of people outside, um, you know, um, basically, you know, causing, basically kind of blockading the entrance. So I can't get in. They're like, well, what are we going to do? And Carmen calls Miss Nelson again, who's there with the, uh, principal, his wife and, uh, Mr. Mackey and a few of the other teachers. And she thinks they're lying to him again. And she's basically saying, oh, yeah, okay, well, I knew you were lying. And Carmen's like, no, we have the vaccine. We have the vaccines. We'll get there. We just, we're, we kind of uh, hit a bump in the road. You know, we kind of had a little problem, but we'll, we'll be there soon. And, um, <laughs> and basically, um, you know, they're trying to come up with a plan. And as they're doing this, uh, they end up going to, I think, this abandoned warehouse. Or I, th- I guess they're going, I think they went back to Raisins. But uh, they end up, um, because the bro ship is failing and because Carmen, Stan, and Kenny are fighting over, you know, the vaccine and, and are just all kind of just pissed and depressed about the pandemic, um, they, they're like, look, we can't have Kenny, you know, see us fighting like this. You know, we can't let the bro ship fail. And if it and if it does, we at least have to not have Kenny be aware of it. We still have to kind of make him think that we're all still friends, you know, that we're all still a group. So, and and I love this too because it's basically just a bunch of, it's basically like an, the equivalent of a, a married couple getting divorced and talking about who gets custody of the child while the child's watching TV or something, and that's what they do. Like Cartman gives uh, Kenny an iPad. And tells him to go watch Madagascar three. He gives him he gives him an ice cream too. Like he's doing all the things that a, a dad or or maybe a mom would do in trying to make the child happy. You know, as the child as the child's parents are talking about a divorce <laughs> and custody. But um, but yeah. So they so Carmen. There's a funny scene where uh they, uh, you know they draw out uh some plans on this on this um on several sheets of paper. Uh, they have like a list of a few lists of calendars or they have calendars. Um, and each calendar has, um, a different schedule, like of who gets Kenny on, on what day and what several days. And there's like so many different variations of it. And, and, you know, Carmen's like trying to decide, Kyle's like, this is all really just confusing. Can we just, can't we just stay together? You know? And, um, and they don't really know what to you know, do so, but they, but they, uh, you know, they, they argue for a couple of minutes and then they eventually end up getting the, um, they eventually end up, uh, going with the first solution, which was like two, two, three or something where it's like Carmen gets him two days, 
and then two days and then three days. I forgot. Actually, I kind of forgot how the schedule went, but it was something like that. Um, but it, but it was kind of, it was another complicated, um, version of, uh, you know, how it was basically just another, another complicated version of, um, um, who would get Kenny, you know, basically. So they end up going back to the school and they're about to fight, you know, the, the little cuties and the QAnon members and, and, and the, um, the, people who want the vaccine, who are, you know, everyone who's, you know, blockading the entrance to the school, they're, they're getting ready to fight them. But then Mr. Garrison comes still dragging, uh, Bob, the giant penis on a sled. <laughs> he, he shows up and apologizes to everyone, like le- legitimately actually apologizes and, um, and decides to partner, uh, with the elites, the, uh, the animators <laughs> And, uh, you know, or the, and basically he asks them to, to come in with a plane from, uh, or from Israel, an air Israel plane, uh, to arrive with enough vaccines for all the adults. And, uh, and I loved this too, because it was a callback to earlier in the episode, or there was a, there was a reference to, this was kind of foreshadowed earlier, um, because there was a line where one dude in the line at Walgreens, was talking to the security guard and he said, you know, in Israel, all the adults have gotten their vaccines already. They're everyone's getting them now. You know, no one has to wait, uh, through all this shit. And the security guard's like, so then go to Israel. And the, and the dude replies, I tried, I couldn't get in. (laughs) So I love how that, that ends up being the solution to the problem is that everyone, or at least again, everyone who wasn't a QAnon member ends up getting the, um, vaccine. Um, so so yeah, everyone. So the so they all get the vaccine again, except for the the members, uh, and they the path ends up clearing, and the boys go inside, and you know see see the faculty, and they're like, hey, Miss Nelson, good news, we got the we got the uh, or Mrs. Nelson, sorry, I think I've said I've been saying Miss Nelson this whole time, uh, but they're like, hey, Mrs. Nelson, good news, we've got the uh, vaccine for you, and um. <laughs> This was so sad, but, uh, and it was, it was so hilarious. What's, what's screwed up about it is it's so hilarious too, but it was so sad too. But basically Miss Nelson, Mrs. Nelson's like, oh, thanks boys. Great. I'm glad you finally got it. And, and as she's talking, she begins coughing worse and worse with each, like every few seconds that pass, she's coughing more and more. And then, and then as she's like in a coughing fit, we immediately cut to her funeral <laughs> led by father, um, what was the priest's name? Well, anyway, led by the the local uh, preacher, and it's just the jump cut from it's like oh shit, you know, because because you you hope, and again it's South Park, so you know it, it's probably not gonna go the way you think it is. But you kind of you hope in that moment that she's coughing, you're like oh god, please don't die. And then the fact that we just immediately smash cut to her funeral, <laughs> like she's already in the coffin, casket open, preacher, you know, giving the eulogy and everything. Uh, you know, it's like, you kind of expected that, but at the same time, it's like, ah, damn, you know, and it kind of sucks because I liked Mrs. Nelson. I mean, they didn't do a whole lot with her character, but I mean, I, I, I did kind of like her character. She was cool. Um, And you know, like what the, the line she had and the scene she had, you know, I, I did like her character enough that I kind of wish they did a little bit more with her. Um, but it was cool that she had a good bit of screen time for her last appearance, assuming they don't bring her back. You know, because considering that, 
you know, they could bring anyone back if they wanted to because they brought Kenny back when he died and they kept him dead for a whole season. They ended up bringing him back. So anything's possible. But if this is her last appearance, I'd say that they, they did pretty well showcasing her character and giving her character enough screen time. Um, but yeah, so basically, yeah, so, so we're at the funeral and every, everyone's at the funeral. The boys are in the middle, in the, in the front, in the middle section, in the front. And, uh, the, uh, father and the preacher, uh, tells her, you know, he's like, we're very sorry that Mrs. Nelson died before she got the vaccine, but good news is we've all got the vaccine. And then everyone starts cheering and we just, we cut to the, the, uh, people in the, uh, at the funeral cheering and we just see the boys looking at everyone like, what the hell is your guy's problem? Or someone just died here. What the hell? <laughs> this is no way to, this is no way to behave at a funeral. Uh, so basically, yeah. So yeah, she died. Everyone, but everyone else was like, ah, screw it. You know, we're all fine. We got the vaccine. <laughs> let, let, let's go back to normal everyone. And, um, and yeah, they basically just celebrate and the boys are like, well, this is weird. And, um, so, and, then, and so after the afterwards, yeah, we see the boys walking back home and we just see everyone in the street and, and, you know, we, we see, we see some couples making out. We see two dudes randomly spitting in each other's mouths just because they're not sick anymore. So it's like, well, we're not sick anymore, so we can do something stupid like this. <laughs> and, um, and we just see, yeah, people celebrating, making out and all that. And they're walking down the sidewalk, you know, back to their houses and, um, and they, uh, and the boys are like, and the boys, uh, Cartman, Stan and Kyle end up telling Kenny about the, the, the weekend schedule where they each spend time with them while they spend some time apart from each other, you know, uh, but still spend time with Kenny and, uh, Clyde ends up, um, and as they're, as they're discussing this plan with, um, with Kenny, as they're, as they're telling Kenny all this, Clyde ends up, uh, calling out to Cartman on the other side of the street, like he's on the other side, he's on the other sidewalk walking across, uh, or he's walking on the sidewalk across from the sidewalk they're walking on. And he's like, Hey, Carmen, you guys, you, you want to go to, is like, he's like, do you want to go to eat at some Mexican restaurant? Um, uh, this weekend, this Saturday, I forgot what the name was, but Carmen's like, Oh yeah. Hell, hell yeah, I do. And then he's like, Oh wait, I have, ah, shit. I have Kenny this weekend. Shit. And he throws down his hat in anger and just walks off. And then we just cut to the credits. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, this episode was great. I loved it. And I, th- and me personally, I think it was even better than the pandemic special. Um, and, uh, because I loved that a few things, uh, a few reasons I think I loved it a little bit more was, uh, I don't know. I think there were a few, and again, there weren't, I'm not saying that the pandemic special didn't have great jokes. It had great jokes. But I think it, this one was way funnier. They showcased a lot more of the characters. They showcased way many more characters than I feel like the pandemic special did. And some and and we and we even saw some characters we haven't seen in a while uh, show up in this episode. I mean, granted, they were like in the background and they were only for like maybe five seconds. They didn't really talk some of them, but but it was cool to like see some previous characters that have haven't been showcased in a while and to have some callbacks to some previous locations and events that happened in the show, you know, cause I don't know, like, like I mentioned before, I like when shows have continuity like that and, and, you know, bring up past events or pr- showcase previous locations or long, uh, unseen characters, you know, that we haven't, uh, you know, met in a while that we haven't seen in a while, you know, 
I like that. Uh, I also liked, and again, like I said earlier at the beginning, I love, I love Randy. He's a great character. And I didn't care that he was the star of the pandemic special. I mean, cause we did have, you know, I mean, he, he took up about half of the screen time and, you know, the other half was, uh, Cartman and the gang, you know, we, and the kids. So we got to see, um, uh, we got to see a good bit of the boys, but I kind of want, I liked how in this episode we got to see, like, they were the main focus. Randy only had like one scene at the end and that was, you know, obviously him and Towley selling the pandemic, what was left of the pandemic special and also selling the brand new vaccination special, uh, of his weed. <laughs> so, so yeah, he only had, so he only had one line, one scene at the end. But, um, but yeah, this special was great. Uh, and like I said, I, I, I liked it better than the pandemic special. And again, not knocking the pandemic special. It's just, this one was funnier, showcased some more of the characters, showcased the boys a lot more, which is, you know, I, I love the Cartman, Stan, Kyle and Kenny. So I, I love that we got to see more of them. And, uh, and it was also great to have Mr. Garrison back because, you know, for the last four seasons, he's been Trump, you know, he's been president Garrison. <laughs> so, so the, and the, and the fact that Trump lost the election and Joe and, you know, Biden's now president. It's like, I, I expected that in this episode, they were at least going to address it. And the fact that that not only did they address it, but they actually had Mr. Garrison show up towards the beginning and have him be like a central character in the story. I thought it was cool. So, um, I just thought it was great. And, and there, yeah, there were a lot of great jokes. The animation was great as usual. And I loved how they touched on everything that's, you know, happened the last, let's see, um, the last six months. Yeah. From the end of September to now, uh, you know, from the, the cap, the storming, the Capitol riots, uh, QAnon, uh, they even referenced, uh, the movie, the Netflix movie cuties, which, you know, everyone despises rightfully. So, but, um, you know, with the little cuties, uh, group, you know, the little subgroup of the kids who were brainwashed by the QAnon members. <laughs> so they even, except it wasn't spelled C U T I E S like the Netflix movie. It was spelled with a Q, but, I, but I love how they even kind of poked fun at that, you know, very subtly, very briefly, you know. Um, but yeah, and and then, yeah, and then also, like, not only did they make fun of that, but they also kind of parodied the vaccinations, which, you know, just like how the pandemic, how the virus was the main thing being lampooned in the previous special, the vaccinations are the main thing being lampooned and parodied, uh, being focused on in this special, so... Um, so yeah, but anyway, so it was a great episode. Uh, and since these, te- these last two episodes have been hour long specials and they haven't technically been part of season 24, uh, they've just been in between, they've just been two specials that have aired in between seasons 23 and 24. I wonder when season 24 is going to air, you know? Uh, but, but I mean, until then, you know, we have these two episodes to watch again. Um, and they were great. So and this one especially. So I can't wait to see where they go from here, considering, you know, all that's changed, you know, from their teacher dying to Bob literally turning into a giant dick to <laughs> Mr. Garrison being the teacher again and Mr. Hat coming back, you know, and also the boys kind of being split up and only seeing Kenny on weekends. <laughs> so who knows what's going to happen. Uh, but I, I'm, I, for one, I'm looking forward to season 24 whenever it comes out. And um, I can't wait. So yeah, uh, I guess that just about does it for tonight's episode. Thanks everyone for listening and I will see you guys next week with a movie review. Take care.